This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's break down some of what's happening in the United States for you today. And there is a lot to talk about. We'll start with the House Intelligence Committee. It has released the nine-page whistleblower complaint that this week has sparked new calls for the impeachment of President Donald Trump. So what is it about this document? Well, it begins with a focus on the president's now very controversial July 25th phone call with his Ukrainian counterpart. This is the phone call where President Trump asked for the favor of new investigations into the hacked Democratic email server and also Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has read the complaint. Volodymyr Zelensky told reporters that he did not feel pushed or pressured, that nobody pushed him. Well, this whistleblower complaint would indicate, with a contemporaneous account, the day after the phone call that he had with President Trump, that he did indeed feel pushed. The whistleblower says a day after the call, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, met with senior U.S. diplomatic officials. And based on multiple readouts, according to the whistleblower, the U.S. officials reportedly provided advice to the president of Ukraine about how to navigate the demands that the president had made to him on the phone the day before. All right, that is Stephen Portnoy. Meanwhile, the U.S. Acting Director of National Intelligence is a man named Joseph McGuire, and he told the House Intelligence Committee this morning that the whistleblower in this case did the right thing by reporting those concerns about the July phone call. And- I appreciate that in the past, whistleblower complaints may have been provided to the Congress regardless of whether they were deemed credible or satisfied the urgent urgent concern requirement. However, I am not familiar with any prior instances where a whistleblower complaint touched on such complicated and sensitive issues, including executive privilege. I believe that this matter is unprecedented. I also believe that I handle this matter in full compliance with the law at all times, and I am committed to doing so, sir. That is Joseph McGuire, the U.S. Acting Director of National Intelligence. Meanwhile, Republican Congressman Mike Turner even said that the President Trump phone call with the Ukraine leader was, quote, not okay, calling it, quote, disappointing to the American public. Now, I've read the complaint and I've read the transcript of the conversation with the President and the President of Ukraine. Concerning that conversation, I want to say uh, to the president, um, this is not okay. It is, that, that conversation is not okay. And I think it's disappointing to the American public when they read the transcript. And what's surprising about that is, as mentioned, that is a Republican congressman saying that in front of everybody, right in front of the public. Now, let's get the latest, because believe me, it is changing by the hour down there in Washington, D.C. Jackson Prosco joins us, Washington Bureau Chief for Global National. Jackson, thanks for being here. My pleasure. All right. So where are we at right now? What's going on? Uh, Lots going on. President Trump uh, has just arrived back in Washington from the United Nations. He's reacting angrily, as you would expect to all of this, asking, isn't there some way to stop this, maybe through the courts? Uh, He reportedly told uh, a group of staff at the U.N. mission, the U.S. mission to the United Nations in New York a short time ago earlier this morning, uh, that this person who drafted the whistleblower report was a spy and said, and you should remember what we used to do to spies uh, in the old days uh, who who committed treason. So he 
he seems to make be making some sort of uh, threat or vague threat there against the whistleblower. Uh, I think really what stands out, though, Simi, uh, for, for me today is in that whistleblower report, you know, it's not just about... Ukraine. It's not mm-hmm. just about that phone call. It's about this White House effort to essentially engage in a cover-up. And, and one of the things that stands out is the whistleblower says that um, the transcript of that phone call with Ukraine's president was actually moved out of the, the usual place that you would store that sort of thing and moved to a computer system meant to hold highly classified pieces of intelligence, matters of national security, because White House lawyers realized just how damaging this could be potentially to the president. And what's worse, the whistleblower says, this is not the first time this happened, that this has happened with other phone calls involving world leaders where the imaging, the, the information was potentially so damaging politically, not on a national security sense, that it was moved to these, these other servers. This is so bizarre. There's, do you see any breaking of the ranks? We heard the one GOP congressman there. Are there others like that? You know, I think there, uh, many of them are sort of taking a wait-and-see approach. What you didn't hear today was any sort of defense of the president's conduct from mm. Republicans. They're sort of trying to make a big deal out of the process and the procedure here, and can you really trust this information? But nobody's rushing to defend what the president uh, ha- has done, as we know from transcripts released by the White House. So does he? is that why do you think he's lashing out like that? Does he? Is he not getting the kind of support that he thought he was going to get? I think that is it to an extent. I think uh, the White House is also deeply concerned about this because this has taken on a life of its own at very rapid speed. I mean, think uh, back to the fact that the Russia investigation lasted more than two years. We're uh, just over a week and we've gone from initial uh, initial stories breaking about this whistleblower to a full-fledged impeachment inquiry in a week. Right. This is very different, though, because this the White House even released the transcript of that phone call. Uh, and once you see that, you go, well, this seems very clear what happened here. Yeah, and I think that tells you just how perilous the situation is for the White House, that they've had no choice but to release the transcript and but to release the whistleblower complaint because it's hanging out there. They've got to do something to get ahead of this. And basically the best they can do at this point is release it and say, well, it's not as bad as you might think it is, when in fact many would argue it's worse than they thought it was. Right. Okay. so what happens next now, Jackson? So uh, Democrats are going to continue their work of their impeachment inquiry, and they had tasked six different committees to sort of gather the evidence and determine whether or not there's enough there to proceed with articles of impeachment against the president. But already, uh, just in the couple of days since that was announced, we're seeing a very narrow focus drafted around Ukraine now and what the whistleblower has had to say. Uh, I think the other thing you'll see happen in short order here is an attempt to figure out who the whistleblower is referencing when they reference White House lawyers and White House staff that were aware of this, and then an attempt to try and bring those people in for interviews to get a sense of what they saw, what they know, what actions they took. Now, for a long time, we heard that the Democrats were kind of reluctant to get on this kind of impeachment situation. They were, I guess, Nancy Pelosi was hoping to avoid it. Do you get the sense that that has changed this week as well? Most definitely. Remember, impeachment is not about meeting a criminal threshold. It's about uh, determining that the president has committed high crimes and misdemeanors, which are vague and sort of subjective terms. But essentially, it's did the president violate his oath of office to sell that to the American public? You've got to have a scandal or a breach of ethics that is easily digestible. And to be quite honest, the Russia scandal was not easily digestible. I mean, we contorted ourselves into circles trying to figure out what was going on and who all the players were. This, by contrast, very easy to understand very egregious and i think there's a lot more to come when you see those hints from the whistleblower that uh this has happened before oh boy so much more okay jackson thank you for your time
My pleasure. That's Jackson Prosco, our Washington Bureau Chief for Global National, helping to break it all down for us, what is happening. And I think he hit the nail on the head there right at the end.